don't know if Joe is barking. And we are back. Welcome to another edition of the Sports And we are back. We got the full crew in the house. That is what it's all about. The Yankees out of any team in the league are the best equipped to handle a blow like this. I think there is a higher power at play here. He's due law of averages. That dude is the ultimate scrub. He's <laughs> trash. <laughs> yeah. Every person you have in there is fucking trash. Next game, you're going to see a big, big, big performance. You can see it in the end of the game, and I'm just totally stoked and excited for this. And we are back. Welcome to another edition of the Sports Port. It's Barnes, it's Tony, up, it's Mike, and it's up time. It's oh. up time, yes. How's everyone doing today? Doing really well, dude. I'm energized. Blue shirts today with blue background. Wait, Tony, would you say there's a higher power at play? <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing. no? All right. Oh, well. Um, Michael, do you agree? Or yeah, me, the referee. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, but... I mean, might as well just <laughs> get right to it. The world of Major League Baseball. Giving oh. chase is Judge, and he dives into the stand. Juan begins the season with an overpowering strikeout of Ronald Acuna. The wall is gone! Three-run home run! What's going on here? I love it. He drives one to the moon. High, deep, and very gone! All right, all right. So, Tony. <laughs> I mean, I guess the good thing about today, you know, just a positive spin on it. Today marks another day closer to the Yankees and the Mets. Get back on the field. <laughs> Am I wrong? You are not wrong, I guess. But, you know, it's postseason still. You still have, you know, the division and championship series and World Series. But um, the one advantage that Plenty of baseball to be played and watched here, Bart. But the one advantage both of us have is that you know, the moves for next season, you can really start, like, working on it, kind of get right. a head start. Whereas the other teams obviously focus on their series. Um, especially, you know, with managerial candidates, general manager vacancies and stuff. I mean, because some of these teams that might go far, you never know, someone might leave, someone retire. Yeah. Like, it's like, so you at least get a, a, a head start on it, you know, from that point. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the Mets already demoted their hitting coach back to the minors. Hugh Quattlebaum. No way, dude. Q Quattlebaum. Uh, where do these names come from? Crazy. Who was the DJ guy out front of your head that one time? Harold Varner. <laughs> can't make it up, dude. You really can't. Um, Quattlebaum. Well, I mean, they don't just fire the whole staff. I guess mm-hmm. sometimes they keep guys. I never understand that. And I, Michael, I mean, you can attest to this like a basketball son. Like, assistant coaches, they don't stay on like if a, if a coach gets fired, right? Like, no, they usually get like promoted, maybe or leave. Like the whole, but they just usually promoted or demoted. Staff. It's yeah, not like oh, we're gonna well, keep like, you got demoted today. Well, no one cares. Um, any any like, do you want to go former Met with the new hitting coach? I mean, I know you gotta get a manager first, but I'm just Piazza. Saying, is that what you want to see a hitting coach? Like you just want to see a former player? Yeah, or? I like that. I would honestly. I mean, I know like Beltran, you know, sour, but. As manager or no, no, coach? coach? Okay. I I mean I don't I, I could see that maybe manager, but also at the same time I think Cohen is very anxious. You know, right. to head things in the right direction. I don't know if he's gonna want to go down the route of another like rookie manager again. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe hitting coach right. would be good, but I definitely think 
Beltran deserves another shot. I mean, LaCourt, I think Hinch is eligible to be back in the league now again this year. Yeah. So it's like, and then you're just excited about Bob Melvin. <laughs> Bob <laughs> Melvin, dude. You really that pumped for Melvin? Yeah, would be Melvin. But I think it's a good package, you know? A lot yeah. of experience there. Two guys who've worked together well. Um, you know, the only thing you can argue against is that like look at the A's, like yeah, like they're they're a good team. Like they they caused some ripples for, for other teams, but you know, they haven't won anything. Right. It was number one. Um no, that's that's true. And obviously though you'd have a bigger payroll to work with it. Right. I've never had to work with before. Yeah. Um it was funny, I was I was talking to my roommate about this last night. You know, we talk all the time about the whole You're your roommate. Yeah, about uh, no, no. I'm saying me and you <laughs> talk about the whole thing with like the approach to offense and waiting for the home run and stuff. And he tried to tell me that the reason that teams like I always, you know, and especially I want the Yankees to do this, don't just like load their lineups with contact guys. And, and he's saying the reason that they they won't do that is because it's not enough of a draw and i was just arguing with him well what's going to make you the, the draw our money you know right. generating it's like well what's going to give get you more money than winning exactly so, right, so he's saying like that's that without the excuse so he's saying pretty much contact hitting isn't exciting. marketable or exciting right. for the fans but i was like dude you oh you don't need any more power you have right. judge and stan like, i know just have guys that and also i mean they hit 15 home runs but they hit 280, 290, and steal 30 bases, how are they not valuable? Yeah. I mean, everyone loves to watch bases getting stolen. And even if you're a contact hitter, you know, if the bases are loaded, you hit a ball through the middle, like, you're scoring runs. That's exciting. Scoring runs is exciting, not just hitting home runs. I mean. Right. And and honestly, though, I mean, do you think not a full, like, the way it was, but do you think it were at least at the start of a comeback for that to see more of that, you know, like around the league? I think so too. I mean, you know, some some teams do have good mixes, you yeah. know, um, but I think that that's been a pretty big narrative. I feel like this year, especially, you know, to kind of get away from just the home run hitting right. to get more to fundamental, just contact hitting, yeah. Um, and uh, so I, I just really hope that you know that's you know this is a breaking point, and you know, I, and we talked about this, and I was texting Matt earlier. You know, I really hope this off season, Hal, you know, finally shows some heart. Um, and just that burning desire to win, you know, that his, his father had because he hasn't shown it. And I just, like I had said to you before the show, it was different the other years because mm-hmm. they at least, you know, scored a ton of runs in the regular season. And it was like, oh, well, the guys just don't perform in the postseason. But it's like when you're showing all season and you're not even in the top five, top 10 in the league and run scored, that obviously is a major problem that needs to be fixed. So I'm just finding it very hard to believe that he's going to, barely make any moves i mean i just i just don't see it happening i think he has to just go pretty big this offseason yeah i would say in terms of you know his his fan base i mean his yeah. back is pretty much against the wall i mean you talk about the, the drought that the yankees have had um with no with not winning world series losing the wild card this season you know after i mean yeah, you could say you know they made a big comeback in the season but to off to a terrible start a couple good acquisitions during trade deadline but but really nothing to write home about i mean and you know like you were saying even you're reading an article that rizzo might not even be coming back i mean he's gonna have to make some some serious moves to kind of rally the fans and to kind of get them on his side again yeah yeah and then like you look at you know not that it's it's only 10 million a season or whatever but you know they're all very conscious about you know their total payroll and it's like 
about Aaron Hicks for the next five years at $10 million? How much is he going to play for the next five years yeah. is really the question, dude. Like, um, and do you think, like, by default, like, has to start and center with that contract. I mean, I know it's only ten million, but it's just like I mean, I guess so. But I mean, especially if you're getting rid of Gardner, though, like yeah. And I honestly like listen. Like the last few years, like he is looked awful. But mm-hmm. I just that one year he was healthy. Like I, I love what he brings in the field. And I don't know if you know after the wrist surgery, and I think it was Tommy John the year before, um, if he's still going to be that guy. But it just seemed like you know like those catches that he would make in the outfield, and he'd have some power. That he's not awful. Um, and even though it's, he's not a high batting average guy, it seemed like when he's mm-hmm. right, I mean, he could hit 250 with 20 home runs. And if you're playing, you know, really good defense, I mean, that you could do worse. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, I think, you know, I mean, this season's probably a good example. It seems the Yankees have had a little bit of bad luck with with betting on guys coming back from injuries right. and not playing a lot. So, I mean, it should be interesting to see how he kind of, if he can bounce back from from having such a, um, an extended period of time without playing. Yeah. Yeah, so that's one of the many questions, you know, they have the answer. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure you're doing this with the Mets, like just constantly putting in Twitter and Google, Yankees, Mets, like seeing what comes up. You know, just more articles, predictions, but no, no right. actually news yet right. besides hitting coach you were mentioning for the Mets, demoted, right? Yeah. Yeah. Quattlebaum. Quattlebaum. Q. Yeah. That's Hugh Quattlebaum. We'll get, we'll get HQ, you know? Um, But that's that's really the only news, you know, so far. But Yeah, no one's been hired yet. Um, but you know, I'm sure there's, there's some stuff you know, coming, uh, you know, around the corner, obviously, you know, we'll track it. And, uh, like I said, you know, each day just a little better, still have that sting though. You know what I mean? I'm really glad that Mike and I can be here for you, you know, and have a nice outlet, you know? Yeah. yeah you guys for James Ponds, Uncle Richie, you know I mean? The list just keeps on going. Right, <laughs> Dude, Mr. Barnaby. <laughs> yeah, Miss Mrs. Barnaby. Mrs. Barnaby. <laughs> Jokery. <laughs> uh, uh, so, I mean, I guess you know we'll talk about the game last night. Uh, <laughs> Dodgers walk oh. it off, two-run homer. Chris Taylor, bottom of the ninth inning, feeding the Cardinals three to one. Um, so, obviously, that I mean, anytime you get a postseason game with a walk-off homer, especially an elimination game. That's exciting. Uh, did you stay up for it? The whole game? No. Uh, I was late, dude. Yeah. You know, come on. Sunrise. It's sunrise today. <laughs> sunrise party. Yeah, a big sunrise party over <laughs> yeah. at Jennings Beach today. There's a pretty big turnout, right? <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned there was a few dogs. <laughs> Tony, come on. I know deep down you think it's funny. You're, you're, le- you're letting on, basically. No, so. it's funny. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you're having a good time, dude. Brett. Brent. Peterson. Uh, is it Patterson or Peterson? I'm sorry. I can't really see the cameras in my it way. It is Patterson. Oh, Patterson, sorry, dude. Brett. Brent. Patterson. 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 Uh, wait, go back to that for one second. You know, we'll... Don't worry. Okay. Okay. No, I just, just curious what Brent had to say, but welcome to the show, Brent. Right? Yeah. Thanks for, for joining us here. Mustache guy. I am. Um, um, you're th- Thoughts on 18? We'll retired. get there. Yes, we will get there. I'm actually excited to talk about this. Yes. Uh, so just give us a little bit. Um, so, I mean, like, you know, <laughs> game went late. You watched some of it. You know, big morning this morning. Um, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> Were you surprised? You saw Joe E there. I did. And I he didn't even him. talk to him. No, I didn't. I was. Oh, dude. I don't know why I was not. When you said yeah, that. Yeah, I told I you that you before. you were talking about Joe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was doing his own thing. I was doing my own thing. He was like kind of past me by the time 
I got my face out of the sand. So <laughs> I don't know why that was funny, but anyway, we'll we'll get back to it, Tony. So what I was going to ask you though, were you surprised that Wainwright pitched longer in this game than Scherzer? Yes, very. Um, I kind of assumed honestly they would be pitching pretty neck to neck the right. whole game, going right. into the sixth inning, maybe seventh. Um, I was really surprised. I mean, Max right off the bat struggled with control. I think he had about forty five pitches after the second. Yes, inning. yes, he did. Um, and it was it was funny too because I'm thinking to myself, and they even mentioned on the broadcast there was a game actually against the Cardinals where he had about I think forty eight or forty nine mm-hmm. pitches going to the second inning, going to the third inning, and he ended up pitching six shutout innings. So I'm like, oh, like no worries, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he continued to struggle with command pretty much the whole game. Um, and you know, he got taken out after four to third innings, and he was he was tight. He was cursing at himself when he was walking guys. He, he definitely was reluctant giving up the ball and going coming out of the game. <laughs> but, but my question to you, was mm-hmm. he more tight then or that time when they were playing the Phillies and they checked like his hair like three times? In oh, my, and he literally like went to <laughs> take his, his pants. <laughs> See, that was so funny. It's it's funny too because they they checked him out of the first inning yeah. last night. And you just see his face. Yeah, yeah. He, he just has no no patience. Yeah, man. none at all, dude. The guy's an absolute madman. Um, so I mean, you got to look at this game too, Tony. I mean, obviously Cardinals were a great story. The mm-hmm. run that they went on yeah. seventeen games in a row. But at the end of the day, I mean, I think baseball. I think you know, uh, you know, like the off baseball office, the commissioner's office, whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. them and just general fans of the game. Wanted to see Dodgers, Giants. That's what we get. So, I mean, I think it's a good result in the end. Yeah, I think it's the first time in OB history that two teams are facing off with over 100 wins. And I season, could I be mistaken. This doesn't seem right because these teams have been around for a while. They said the first playoff series was really, Or is that not right? I think that is right. But how? They've been, they've been teams for 100 years. I know. But I, I they were both know. in New York, right. California. Maybe um, since the move, maybe? No, but you know, we've been thinking back in the day, it's just the pennant. They're in the same league. Right, same so they league. Couldn't yeah. play each other. Right. That, isn't it? Imagine like this day and age, like following a baseball season, and you just have to have the best record in your league. Right. And then you just play the World Series. Like how ridiculous that would be. That would be absolutely outrageous, dude. Yeah. I mean, you were even talking about how, you know, they think about extending the playoffs. Yeah. You're making it bigger. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> just have the best record. Top one. It. Yep. <laughs> um, so I, I, we have to look this up, but I guess, I guess they haven't played, but maybe it's just one one division. One's good. One's bad type of thing. Cause I, I could kind of see that. Cause the Dodgers like kind of the giants were winning, you know, in the early 2010s. I think the Dodgers, that was right before they started kind of getting going. So I don't even think they were in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I guess that, it does say the first playoff matchup. Giants to meet Dodgers in first ever playoff matchup between the rivals. Insane. It is um, insane, dude. So first, uh, we will get that game one tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I haven't looked up. I don't know. They must have released the probable. Uh, they definitely possibly have. I think it's going to be. Walker Bueller. Bueller. Yeah, Bueller versus Webb. Webb. Okay, Tyler Webb. Tyler Webb. Oh, yeah, I was thinking of they have also have on their team Logan Wade. Not to be confused with Tyler Webb. <laughs> no, I knew it was like a weird name. <laughs> that's what I said. Um, but, you know, before we get to, you know, the games today, I mean, what do you think about that series? I mean, you think it's just going to, like, be down to the wire? Like, what do you what are you expecting? This Giant season? Dodgers? Yeah. Um, I think it's gonna be definitely a back and forth. It's gonna probably go to the to the last game of the series, and it's gonna be a tight game. Honestly, I think maybe in the beginning there'll be like a blowout 
you know, for the Dodgers, go right. out for the Giants. Um, but then once they kind of settle in and, um, you know, maybe get used to their playing styles and such. And, and, um, and yeah, I think it's going to be a really tight race between the two. If you were going to go to one game in the series, would you rather go to San Fran or LA? San Fran. It's funny though. Cause like the, probably the surrounding area better mm-hmm. in LA, yeah. but just the, the whole thing itself. with the water. Yeah, in the back. So cool, dude. Yeah, Never been to either stadium, but yeah, yeah, I would, I would definitely love to go to San definitely, Fran. definitely want to check something yeah. out there at, at, uh, at some point. So we'll see what happens, you know, with that series, obviously two of the best teams in the league. So it's good that they get to face off. Yeah. Um, and then we have today, uh, actually already underway. Uh, it was a four Oh seven first pitch. Nice, on TBS, so I'm guessing Brian Anderson possibly on the call. Um, Lance Lynn, the former Yankee, mm-hmm. versus Lance McCullers. A- have we ever had two Lances oppose each other in the playoffs? Yeah, it's funny. I heard that mentioned on the fan, I think, this morning, and I, I don't, I, <laughs> yeah, no, I, don't remember. I couldn't imagine. Cars Cool, what's up? Hello, Cars Cool, what is good? Um, so I mean, this, I think this is another one, you know, I think this will be a tight series. Um, but you know, if I had to say, say something, I, I think better balance of offense pitching for the White, the White Sox. Sox. Yeah. yeah I definitely. think the Astros have peaked because of that. Their pitching is not even close to the juggernaut that they had a few years ago. Oh yeah, definitely not. Um, I think isn't Granky hurt. Uh, I think Granky is hurt right now. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to be playing in the series. I'm not sure they update on his injury. Um, but I mean, when you think about obviously Granky, I feel like he's been kind of on like a slow decline. Oh, I feel yeah. like in terms of his pitching, and yeah, of course they don't have Cole anymore. Right. Orlander, right? And so the thing like, is, um, Lance McCullers. I mean, at the start of their run, I mean, he was there. He was in the bullpen, and now right. he's starting game one when they're fully rested. Crazy, insane. Uh, so uh, we will see. You know what happens there, but like I said, I think I think the White Sox got that one, and then. The ALE series, the ALBS, eight oh seven FS one, Boston Red Sox at the Tampa Rays. Eduardo Rodriguez versus Shane McClanahan. Tony, what do you expect to see in this series? Um, in this series, dude, I think I think the Red Sox are going to put up maybe a, a a better fight than people think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think they have they have a lot of. I guess maybe like underrated players, I guess maybe, or just like sneaky good players. Um, fresh show. Hey guys. What up? What up? Fresh show. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's gonna be, definitely gonna be really tough to, to be Tampa Bay. I guess I gotta go Tampa Bay, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly, I think probably gentlemen's here. Good gentleman sweep, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, maybe Boston, oh, everyone's Finley Park. You know, game three, maybe they win that one. Yeah. But that, that's all they're winning. Okay. So I don't want to hear it. But the Boston fans heard enough on Tuesday. So I don't need to hear it again. But see, you know, and I asked this before the show, like, I don't know. I feel like from whenever, even when I was like playing sports in college and high school, like whenever we lost in the playoffs, I was like, I like, I wanted the team we lost to, to win it all. Cause I would rather lose to like the best team than to lose to some team that ends up blowing it in the next series. And it's like, well. I'm trying to think of how to say this. I no. guess. Yeah, basically, no. <laughs> and I guess it's because at the end of the day, I don't want to lose. So it's like. Well, you lost, yeah, though. But, but but past that, Tony, there's no victories. And that is what I'm trying to say. It doesn't At the end of the day, 
doesn't matter. What matters now, unfortunately, is next season. So I don't, you know what I mean? Like, whoop-de-doo. If, if and, and Boston also just objectively here, I mean, I think the Rays are a lot better team than Boston. Right, so I think so too. hit and miss. I mean, I and I think their pitching sucks. I think it's just they have really good offensive guys. Mm-hmm. Devers and Bogarts are stars. Right. Uh, and then you just look. Like Schroeder. how how the how the Yankees you know had Judge and Stanton, it's mm-hmm. like so you got Bogarts and Devers, and it's like the rest of their supporting cast versus what the Yankees had. I mean, it's just night and day. So much more contact, just right? Solid production, not mm-hmm. cr- anybody crazy. I mean, Schwarber had a pretty nice run this year with the Nationals, you know, before yeah. he came over, and I think he hit one. Yeah, he hit one the other night. Um, Did he hit two? Uh, I don't. He, might have, I don't know. I think he did. Um, and then you know, Hunter Renfro, mm-hmm. you know, he's pretty good. So, but I just you know, game one, Eduardo Rodriguez is pitching. I know what? who's that. What? Team? Come on. Um, McClanahan, good pitcher. I guess it just speaks to sophomore a season. lack of pitching, like in the major leagues, honestly, because I think only one guy maybe won twenty wins. I know the whole wins category is not you know, but it's just like playoff a, a big. A big series in the American League, and it's Eduardo Rodriguez and Shane McClanahan. It just, it just doesn't make sense, Tony. It really doesn't. Yeah, I know. Doesn't at all. It just seems like you know, five, ten years ago, like those names starting game. I mean, they were power names. Never. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, I think like you look at this. I mean, really left in the American League here. I mean, by far, I think the White Sox have the best pitching. I would say so. Yeah, with a win, uh, Giolito, Giolito, and Cease. Dylan, cease, yeah, Dylan Dylan cease, cease, and then they have Keiko by. I think he kind of struggled. Second yeah, time. which is kind of a shame, but I mean, another guy the Astros had. I kind of forgot him back in the day. Nasty that one year. So nasty. Uh, the changeup, mm-hmm. very, very unhittable. Good. Tough um, with the Braves. So yeah. you know, we'll see. Uh, could Michael? Uh, could, the translation on that? Yeah, it's my hair. It's one of our emotes. Get out of town. Being used for the first time. Yeah, no it's me. It's the back of my hair. Can we get a Tony emote? Car is cool. Or maybe that's a Brian dope, Barnaby. Dude. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Right? Dude. Crazy. I love that. Crazy. Yeah. I want to see me. Yeah. I got a good ones of you. Um, but honestly, keep you that know, up for a second. I think rest. They of... should be up there. Car is cool. I'm pretty sure they're up Sorry. there. Rest okay. of this postseason, other than the Dodgers and Giants series, I think. Baseball is going to have some pretty low ratings here. I don't. I don't think Tampa. I mean, they don't. You know what I mean? I just don't think. I guess, it. dude. I don't know. Braves Brewers. Braves Brewers, Tony. Do you hear yourself right now? Especially, you know, Braves. At least if they had a Kuna. You know what I mean? Acuna. And at least if Yelich actually had a pulse this year, right? It'd be different. Um. So I'm excited for that series. I like watching the Braves play, dude. Freddie Freeman. Future in New York. Charlie Met. Morton. Yeah, damn right he is. Dude, Charlie Morton just is, annoys me so bad because it's like, especially the Yankees, but really just any team the last couple of years, so much opportunity to like pick him up. And it's like, I don't get like why he's not more sought after. He has to take one of your deals. Because he's from Connecticut, dude. That's the problem. New Britain? Hard-hit. Easton. Easton. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So, wow. Let's see what happens. But wow. in the meantime, Tony, we're going to switch gears here. To the world of the National Football League. <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster is blown up. It is caught. DeAndre Hopkins. Do not stand up with that man. 
and let him do throw you out of the club. On its way. It bounces off the crossbar. And it's good. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Tony, your thoughts on Greg Gumble? who was just on the call. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, I don't know. I was <clears throat> when I was editing that clip, it was <laughs> that was like after, like after when they were celebrating, that right, was his call. Right. And it's he was pretty silent for the actual play. And yeah. it's like, dude, like you gotta say, like, I get it, like it was a big moment, you know. Right, so, like, you right. leave some, some, some dead air there, she can hear the gnats and everyone celebrating, but it's like, you gotta say something, yeah. And, and I think Gumble, I think he might be just a little tired, honestly. I mean, he's been out of a while. Yeah, with ESPN, and uh, I think at one point he was like the lead guy, um, you know, for CBS. Now I'm sure he's like number five or you know, whatever it is, right? No, that was that was actually the Astros. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't uh, that bottle away from you. <laughs> but that being said, Tony, tonight start week five, and you know you've you've had your your um, comments about the Thursday night football package. You think it's Better than better than I think. I do. And here we are. I have to say tonight, great matchup. Yeah, great Los NFC Angeles. West matchup. Yes, Los Angeles Rams come in three and one, uh, traveling to Seattle to play the Seahawks. Two and two. Um, they're the Rams are favored by two and a half here. Game eight twenty on F O X. Joe Buck, <laughs> Troy Aikman, Tony. And Christina Pink on the call. Sideline reporter. Come on. Christina Pink. Yes, I'm aware of her. I've seen her on television before. You know, you'll be watching the NFL on FOX, dude. Um, do, you, <laughs> <laughs> do you think Gus Johnson should have like a more prevalent role like with broadcasting? Like be more higher up on the pecking order, or do you think he's where he belongs? Yeah, I don't know. I'd say I'd say he's rated pretty fairly. Yeah. No, I, I'm saying like I mean, shit, ESPN. I mean, why not have him, have him be your lead guy? I just feel like, you know what I mean? We just, the, like what I was saying to you, I forgot what we were just talking about before. Oh, with A-Rod. Oh, yeah. Um, Just like, <clears throat> even if the person's, you know, does stuff that isn't, like, you don't particularly like maybe, but just the fact that you're getting buzz from it. I don't know. I feel like, especially for a sport like football. Yeah. And, you know, an organization like the NFL, I don't think they really need like extra buzz, yeah. I guess, you know, MLB is a little different, you know, they're not viewership is definitely uh, the opposite end of the spectrum compared to the NFL. Right. Um. So I don't know, dude. I mean, if you're not good, bro, like, but who do you think is a better play by play? Steve Levy or Gus Johnson? I like Levy. Classic guy. I yeah. say He's, he does a good job. Um. But for some reason, like simple. him aside, I just feel like, you know, I think about since I've been watching football, it feels like CBS, Fox, NBC, ABC back in the day have never struggled like having quality broadcasters for some reason. So, ESPN, yeah. other than the Gruden and Tarico pairing, has really never had like a good team. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Um, I mean, obviously, I guess from from the beginning, it was always ABC, NBC, right? Yeah. Before ESPN, maybe it was Michaels. Maybe, it was Madden. Oh, Michaels. Yeah, exactly. John Madden. John um, Madden. John Madden. Yeah, John right. Madden. I said Joe Madden. Yeah, Angels oh, manager. Angels manager. Baseball, you know, whatever, dude. Different spelling of the name, though. Um, I think Madden is O-N. And then uh, John is yes, E-N. E-N. Yes. be confused, Michael. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could talk broadcasters for an hour. 
honestly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I think you're probably a little more well-versed all-around broadcasters. You know, I don't – Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's what we do, Tony. That's why, you know, sooner than later, me and you should be calling some games. Yeah, I would really hope so. I've been getting, you know, my on-air voice going and stuff here at Downtime TV. So – Do you you envision it as me play-by-play you color or, like, switching? Like, what do you think? I don't think there's rules for you guys. I don't know. I'd like to yeah, swap, maybe yeah. swap even in innings. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's how good you guys That'd are. That'd be cool. Um, you know who's a really good play by play? Jerry Seinfeld. When did he do it? Uh, he comes in like pretty much once a year for the Mets for the past couple of years. So he comes in the booth with Gary and Keith. I mean, Keith are pretty tight. Um, so he comes in, they just like shoot the shit for a while, and then he'll like just like do play by play for like two, three innings. No, he's, he's honestly, yeah, he's. He's the man. He, he awesome. really is the man. I mean, I, I think last year threw out this crazy good first pitch. Yeah. Little sidearm action, fucking right down the middle. Very impressive stuff. Um, yeah. So broadcasting, obviously, good stuff. Love what you do. Right? Yeah. I mean, how, how else can you say mm-hmm. it? Uh, but when we look at this game here, I mean, Stafford, you know, coming over from Detroit, set a great start uh, to his Rams career. You know, he's thrown for over 1,200 yards, 11 touchdowns, only two interceptions. Through the first four games uh, this season, 0-3 record career playing in Seattle. Um, but on going for him, he's got Aaron Donald on his team you know, right. on defense, the big nose tackle, 13 career sacks of Russell Wilson, most of any quarterback. Obviously, all wow. the interdivision games you know, account for that. Yeah. Uh, and then when you look at Russell Wilson, I mean, you know, he's off to a pretty good start himself. I mean, a two and two record, you know, that's kind of average, but he's thrown for a little over a thousand yards, nine touchdowns, no interceptions. And then the lone remaining uh, member of the Legion of Boom from the Seattle Super Bowl team, Bobby Wagner, Tony, 54 tackles in four games. I mean, I think he's 31, 32. I mean, that's, that's impressive. That is very impressive. 32. I, I think. I mean, uh, you know, right you're on it. You, you I'm on it, dude. Hugh Quattlebaum. Hugh. Bobby Wagner, thirty-one. All right. I'm, I'm always, I'm always right there. Like I never give you like an inaccurate, like like way off. Like you know what I mean? Um, nothing comes to mind, but there's a first for everything. You never know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> speaking of picking up a first, Tony, third downs potentially could decide this game. Rams coming to this game second in the NFL, 54.33 conversion rate on third down. Mm-hmm. Seahawks only Thank you, Cars Cool, for contributing. Mm-hmm. On the conversion conversion right. rate. Tied for um, 27th in the league. But, I mean, do you, how much do you buy into, like, you know, that being, like, the end-all, be-all? Or do you think it's pretty important because you don't convert third downs, you're punting, you're kicking field right. goals? Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, you know, obviously it's it's definitely something to take into account. But I mean, when you, when you look at the you know the rest of the stats um, for both teams, I mean, they're pretty evenly matched. You know, I mean, each getting around maybe like three hundred and seventy yards per game, each giving up around like four fifty per game. Um, they seem to have a similar uh, running game as well. So I mean, I feel like this is a pretty even matchup um just all around i feel so maybe like i guess maybe since that's the one maybe decisive stat that's different maybe that could kind of bite the rams in the ass um but i don't know i really don't see it i think it's going to be a close game regardless i think it's going to come down to a field goal you know fourth quarter time's running out sort of deal um yeah i don't think it'll take a bit yeah yeah, yeah. 
Do you think, though, this year, um, you know, they've kind of, I guess you could say, (laughs) backpedaled, you know, since back-to-back Super Bowl appearances. If stuff goes sideways with the Seahawks, do you think it could be the end of Carroll and Wilson in Seattle? Um. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it has it has been a while since they've been really that like relevant, I suppose. But I feel like every season they normally, you know, rattle some cages. They do well. It's underachieving, though. It's it yeah. There's really nothing to show for it. It's really barely the issue. any playoff victory. I mean, how much? I mean, how much more time is is Carroll going to be? Like, how much? What's yeah, on his I mean, contract? I I'm not sure. I know he's he's up there. He right. Be, I think he's older than Belichick, actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's been around because he was the Jets coach in the nineties. Right, he's, he's been around a long time. He looks really good for his age. Yeah, he does. He's he's always been vibrant, lively. Right. Um, that nice snowy white hair. But I just think it's like, listen, <clears throat> I mean, maybe maybe it's more on you know general manager John Schneider here, but I just feel like when you have Russell Wilson and you just you're just not taking advantage of the opportunity. I mean, I think DK Metcalf is a stud. Mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett is very good. Um, Jamal Adams, obviously, but they did give up a lot of draft capital for him. Um, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's like the roster, especially the defensive roster that they had during right. those runs versus now. Nice day. Close. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, but you also could say, well, they weren't paying Russell Wilson. He was on the rookie deal. Mm-hmm. But I just still think at the end of the day, I mean, you have Russell Wilson and you, you know what I mean? It's like, and you struggle in a playoff game, like something's, not being done right. No, I mean, what do you think it is though? Because obviously, like you said, you know they have they have Metcalf, who's an absolute animal. You know, um, Russell is a playmaker. You know, he's he's quick on his feet. He can swing the ball. I mean, do you think it's more of like an offensive line? Like he's not getting the protection he needs. Not, I, not enough options around him I, in terms I, of receivers. I think or? the line has been a problem yeah. over the years, and you're never going to expect them to say this, but you know what it really comes down to, and why they had so much success before. Why Skittles? You think so, Marshawn? Yes. The glue. I'm serious. You know what I mean? You got to respect the running game. Carson, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's good, but he's, you know, you don't have to pay him the attention that you had to beast mode. Yeah, um, very true. So I think that's, it's, it's a combination of the running game because if it's Wilson, when he gets, you know, he's thrown too many passes and the mm-hmm. defense can sit back and the interceptions go up. Um, so that's why I look at this game and it's like, I want to say the Seahawks are going to win, but I just feel like overall as a team, the way the roster is constructed, like even though they're only two and a half point favorites, I mean, granted you're on the road, Seattle's a tough place to play. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the Rams are just a lot better than the Seahawks. You think they're going to steamroll them? Don't think they're going <clears> to <throat> steamroll them, but I mean, I think it's a decisive, you know, at least 10 point victory. Wow. What do you, I mean, what do, what do you see here? Uh, no, yeah, like I said, I think it's going to come down to like a game-winning field goal as time expires in the fourth. And it's going to be the Rams, Rams. winning it. Wow. Jeez, Rams, I, I'm actually I – can't, I can't think of who their kicker – oh, I've, met, I've mentioned him before. He's on my fantasy team. Matt Gay is a, got off to a pretty good start this year. Missed a field goal last week. Uh, it was the only miss of the year. Tough field goal? Games. Uh, like 40-something. No, but the right, conditions, yeah, direction of, course, of the field, dude. wind. Plus, 40 something's nothing to sneeze about. I mean, a lot of, a lot of kickers right. make that no problem. It's still pretty difficult, even though I could make Seattle this time of year, I'm guessing, is just starting to get kind of cold, actually. So we could have some winds. Imagine. Yeah, um, some winds. Seattle, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> furthest, like, versus any team in the league, they're the, fur- they're the furthest, like, 
where they're located is further than any other team to the next team. You know what I mean? Like they're the farthest away from the whole league, basically being all the way up. You know. So you're saying the distance between them and the next closest it's football the, team it's the furthest, is the furthest distance any other any team. distance between yeah. any other. <laughs> I mean, went there a couple years ago. I mean, that flight is really long, very long. No, six, six hours? Yes. It's not that long, dude. I've been to Seattle. Six hours is nothing. I feel like you, you really have been to Seattle? Yeah. Went oh. there um, my second year of grad school for a uh, media conference I had to film. What, what was your take on Seattle? Um, well, I was only there for three days. Um, I was working all three days. Okay. So I went to that the market, like the yes. famous market. What's yep. it called? Pike's Place? Pike's Place. Um, I would say Quincy Market. But Starbucks Reserve. Boston, Starbucks Reserve. Did you go in um, the Space Needle? Uh, no, we didn't have time to. We tried. Went up there. You went up there? Sounds like I'm a little uneasy on top of that space. I was a little uneasy, yes. Is there a restaurant in there? There's a bar, yeah. There's a bar? Nice. Have a beer. Nice. Have some beers. Get tipsy, fall off. <laughs> but I, I just, like, you know what I mean? It's enough to get me up there. I so I up. But then I don't like the whole, like, glass floor. Like, I don't, I don't know. And it's like, I don't know. It's just, like, weird looking at it. Because it's a very thin, like, you know, needle going up. Yeah. And then it's like this big... Yeah, yeah, like round thing, thing gonna like, like tip over. Yeah, honestly, it looks like it. And I have you done the Sears Tower in Chicago? Yeah, I have. I had dinner on like the 95th floor. Okay. Um, and we had the window seat pretty crazy overlooking whichever lake that is. Whatever great lake. That is what it's called, right? Like it's just there's a big observatory atop. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cause I it was funny. So I went with my family, we were taking a picture over the area that Again, see through. You can see mm-hmm. the bottom. And I was like, literally, like really bugging. This is a couple oh, years ago. Man. But then the best part is, so everyone's like kind of making fun of me. And then literally a couple weeks later, literally like part of that like broke or, but it like no one was hurt or anything because it's like the thing underneath. But I was like, oh, you guys are making fun of me. Like, look, yeah. look, look what happened. Like, oh my, God, I would lose my shit if I'm standing on that and yeah. I just hear it. Oh God, just the thought of it, honestly. No, thank you. Um, how much would you need to go skydiving? None at all. I, I like. I want to go skydiving. You really do. Yeah. And you wouldn't be concerned about dying. Not no, not not dying from like oh, like the parachute, but like dying from like bugging, basically. I don't think I'd be, I would bug that much, to be honest. Um, Anthony, you're spoiled. <laughs> well, we've known that for a while. But. Well, you know what? Honestly, I was able to go to Chicago because of you, Uncle Richie. Um, it was my cousin's wedding over in Nebraska. Road trip stop in Chicago on the way there. Nice. Talk about a long time of travel. Drive to Nebraska. What was the time of travel? I mean, to drive it straight through, it's fucking three days. Wow. We stopped in Chicago wow. on the way there. I think it was like uh, 11 hours to Chicago, 14 from there to Nebraska. Um, and then on the way back, we stopped in Cleveland. Kind of a waste of time, not going to lie. Yeah. I mean... LeBron's not in town. I mean, where are you going? It's actually funny, and I told Mike this. It was right when LeBron left Cleveland again. Oh, okay. Um, and we watched him take down the big fucking banner on the side of the building. Yeah. Big Nike. It's so they could put it back up yeah. a couple years later. Um, Michael. Yes. Would you ever go skydiving? Yes. Right? No question? Yeah. You wouldn't be nervous. Uh, I, if you're not nervous, I think you're so so. <laughs> I mean, right? Well, Tony said he's not nervous. No, I said I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be bugging. I wouldn't be bugging. I wouldn't like be afraid that oh, I'm gonna have a heart attack today because I'm yeah. scared. No, I. But I don't know if you guys can see this, but that's honestly what I think would happen to me. So that's why I, I mean, it's just not even under consideration, Michael. I know just by your look, you could see it. Yeah. How much money? I mean, would when you he need goes to go? sixty, no, when 
A million? Yes. Well, he has the number. Uh, when Tony goes 60, you start clenching your knees. Yeah, really, dude. My oh, car. I don't even think we have enough time to talk about this. Well, uh, dude, we have all the time in the world. What are you talking about? No, because cars are cool, right? Well, yeah. Get it? Specifically. No, I get it. It wasn't really that funny. Um, um, no. Look, come on. Listen. listen. 10, 10 hours, hours Chicago, Chicago, 8 to Nebraska, total 18. I don't think so. The route we took was a little scenic. How about, okay? how about growing up, Tony, though? Family of how five. about growing up? <laughs> <laughs> Family of five. Taurus <laughs> wagon, Tony. Me in the middle. 14 years in a row, go to Myrtle Beach for two weeks. Wow. I topped it out in the middle. What ages? I mean, it was from when I was six to 20. So actually, that doesn't. That would okay, be 14 no, 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 years in a row. Been, I was like two. Yeah, it was definitely like that. Like two to 16. Yeah. Orange was the same size when he was two, by the way. <laughs> Head was, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, but yeah, now it's like. Because I have a big head. For, for me. Like anything, really, like three hours is like like the the drive to Boston. Honestly, you get antsy. Uh, but yeah. you're driving, right? So it's like a little different. A little bit, you know. You get some good sports radio. Um, go with that. I mean, you can't just listen to sports radio. Like you don't get like riled to do that on long drives. You rather listen to music. Do I get riled? Um, I mean, it depends on I guess what has happened the night before, or what is happening the day of, the next day, what the storylines are. I guess, but I would podcast, music, sports radio. Um, other than us, your favorite sports talk, talk show to listen to. That's a good one. Honestly, I mean, I, 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 I do enjoy the Michael K show. Yeah. Number one on your list. I would say right now. Yeah. Sports talk radio. Yeah. Michael. Number one for me. Yeah. Other than the sports sport. Uh, I'd say Dave Rothenberg Saturday mornings. He, he just goes solo. Solo. And he has Ty as his producer who comes on sometimes, uh-huh. but there's anyone who could go solo. It's him. Yeah. He's got he's got Stump Rothenberg, which I think we should do I've a form part of, of that. Yes. Of y- with you. I yes. feel like you you really do remind me of him a lot, like with the Yankees and when the Jets are winning. Right. You'll be more like him with the Giants. Giants but yeah, you do really because you, you're also unbiased as well. Right. Okay, this is nice. Like, oh, look at Tony. He doesn't agree. I don't think he's biased. When you don't he, think I tell it like it is? He, like, what he, do I say that's a lie? Tony? Yeah. No one say that you... <laughs> Same thing. It's a lie, but you're definitely biased towards the Yankees. I feel. But I mean, how many times have I had to rip the Yankees? Call Hal earlier this year and talk about the lack of offense, Tony. It's not like I hid from it. No, well, you're not, you're not delusional, right? Exactly. But you're biased towards the Yankees. But how, like, what is that like? In, like, how do I show that? I, guess? I would say in like some matchups this season, I would definitely say you were a little close-minded in terms of the outcome of the game. No, yeah, I mean, I did pick the Yankees 162 times. Right, pretty much, dude. I think maybe twice you didn't. Maybe. No, I don't think I ever did. (laughs) I don't think so. But it was like one of those, like, yeah, I just don't see how they can win it. But But they're going to win 5-2. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Hey, the internal optimist, Tony. Um, Bias. So (laughs) I, you, you have the Rams. I have the Rams. Michael? Seahawks. Seahawks. Lone Wolf. Rothenberg. <laughs> yeah. What, what about Rothenberg? Solo. Solo. Saturday mornings. Um, are you, what, what do you think of Rick? Do you like DiPietro? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I like I, I I like that whole the trio, but they're not yeah. a trio anymore. Yeah, I, w- I was listening to them this morning. Um, and I didn't, good. I didn't realize Rick really likes baseball. I, I didn't I didn't know that. 
Like he's like really into it. Oh yeah, huge uh, Mets fan. Mets fan. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think it's hilarious hearing Dave complain about the Giants. Like he goes, oh, it's great, dude. <laughs> it is. He goes at them too. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get a rant, a Dave Rothenberg rant for us to listen to before the end of the show. Oh yeah. Yeah, Still we'll have dude. to do that. Um, but I think what I was going to say, Tony, is are you kind of pumped for Football Friday tomorrow? Uh, I mean, not really. I could really take it or leave it, dude. I don't even know the games. What what games are even happening, dude? Jets at Falcons. Oh, London. London. That's We're right, dude. Giants playing the Cowboys. That's right. That's a pretty big game. Um, Come off the win, Saints. And I don't know why the other games are escaping me at the moment, but I feel like I have to just read them off. I mean, we'll go in depth um, tomorrow, but just just to kind of you know give give our fans here just a, a feel of um, you know how um, we got Bills, Chiefs, Saints, Washington, Lions, Vikings, Titans, Jaguars, Dolphins, Buccaneers, Browns, Chargers, 49ers, Cardinals, Jets, the Falcons, London, not the Falcons, in London. Packers, Bengals, Broncos, Steelers, Eagles at the Panthers, Patriots at Houston, Chicago at the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Giants at Dallas. Um, How's that, dude? What game are you looking forward to the most? I mean, dude, I mean, I got to go with the Panthers. Eagles, Panthers. You're so Darnold out with this. Um, shit. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, I think Jets Falcons is going to be cool. You know, obviously in London, um, I think there's going to be a lot of cool shots. Pretty, probably a pretty cool take on, you know, the whole storyline of the game and everything. Right, and right, right, it's right. also interesting to see how, um, you know, how popular football is going to be getting in London. I know they're, they're trying to like make a league or get a team, right? Or something. Getting a team there is absolutely ridiculous. And I hope they never do that. That makes no sense whatsoever. I'm honestly surprised they do the game there because I couldn't imagine there's many fans of like American football. No, actually, I I could be mistaken. Pretty sure they sell out every game because there's just that's the only opportunity. Well, they do see they should have kept it to one game. Like I don't I think 2019 was the last time they played there. I think they they would do four a season. I don't know if we're doing that again this year, but that's really? that's just ridiculous. Like one one is fine. Uh, but, but how many of those – I'm sure there's a ton of Falcons and Jets fans that are flying over there. I don't I don't think so. You don't think so? I think some. I, I wouldn't say a ton. Like, you know what I mean? Especially, I mean, like the Falcons fans, I mean, they have to be dejected at this point. I mean, think about that Super Bowl, 28-3, and then just a complete tank job after that. Um, so to travel to London. To Where you want to go? What? You want to go? See – you know where I want to be instead? Other than obviously, you know, well, actually, no, because I, I guess technically if, if they were playing in the States, maybe we'd be able to do both. But better wait until Sunday evening, Tony, to see Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, Aww. the Arrowhead Chop. Mm-hmm. That is going to be a game, playoff rematch. That is going to be a AFC game. championship game. Yeah, I think it's a good call, dude. But you can't believe you glanced over that one. Um, yeah, I don't know, I'm a big Josh Allen guy too, but I guess I just saw Panthers. I just can't handle myself. Are you like? Are you actually riled? You're just trying to get me pissed. Uh, I guess a little bit both. As as you get pissed more, I get more riled. <laughs> so it's like kind of a two for one deal, really. Um, but hey, I mean, listen, <laughs> I just think Sam Darnold though, he's doing a, you know he's doing a good job so far. A lot of rushing touchdowns. At last at one point, I don't know if someone's overtaken him, but he's been leading the league in rushing touchdowns because he has five already. 
really? at the quarterback position, which is crazy. I believe Daniel Jones is leading in rushing yards for the Giants, not for the league. No, like for I thought it was for QBs in general. Oh, I mean, maybe for QBs, but yeah. no, just leading the league, you know, just comes to mind like out of any of the players, not just quarterbacks. Yeah, no, but no. um, what I was gonna say is <laughs> the suspense is killing me. Uh, you actually made me lose my train of thought. I'm not kidding. And what I was going to say. I do that to people sometimes. Um, oh, yeah. I know what I was going to say, actually. Oh, all right. But I think if he's, you know, he's doing a good job. <laughs> one thing that he's got to improve upon, I mean, get Robbie Anderson the ball. Like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I think he probably has 10 catches in four games. Like, it's it? like, yeah, dude. It's like he's supposed to be their number. I mean, I guess maybe 1A, 1B with DJ Moore. But it's like the guy's a burner. If you're not going to use him, I think the Jets would take it back, honestly. Is he not open? What's the deal, dude? This uh, you know, next time I watch NFL matchup, Tony, yeah. I'll let you know. Right, Back in the day, Merrill Hodge was doing a good job with Sal, Pal, Antonio. <laughs> Me and my friends always, I, I feel like you're just not gonna like, kind of remember this in a way, but all the time growing up, it was always Ed Warder. I don't know if you know him, sideline, he was giant, uh, not giants, but Cowboys beat writer, years and years, and years. He's always on Jerry's Ranch in Dallas. Sal Palantonio, oh. always in Philadelphia, talking about the Eagles. It's McNabb. It's T.O. Oh. Um, but just – and then and we'd always crack up because both of them, when they would, like, say their name – like, so he'd give his Eagles report, and then he'd go, Sal Palantonio in Philadelphia, ESPN. Like, the like, it's like, really? Like, I just feel like it's just overdone. Right. Huh? Yeah, I guess. I mean I – I mean, when we say, like, Tony and Barnes. Right. And <laughs> we are back. Uh, <laughs> what what do we have here, Mike? We have something special, it looks like, dude. I've never seen this. So I couldn't find Dave because he's just not that big. We actually have more subscribers than his YouTube channel. No is... way. Let's go. Rothenberg? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, because That's just... crazy, yeah. dude. Wait, well, wait, he wait. doesn't push it, probably. Right, right, right. How old is he? Oh, my God. He's in his 50s, 40s. Sanchez in the first inning. Then why was he in the lineup, Gilbert? Oh my God! Stop! Just don't dial the phone, please, or, or have the nurse not dial the phone. Okay? <laughs> I I just don't understand, Michael. We got to stop. We no. I the we, Andrew, screen them out. I we can't do it. We're we're on for another three hours. It can't be done. Screen them out. I'll take an Islander call. I'm not gonna do this today. I'm not. I'll go ready. I'll get ready for the Ranger game. I'll sit in the corner like Blair Witch I with my notebook and I'll write all the numbers down for the Capitals. I'm not going to sit here for three hours and talk to moron baseball fans. You're not going to pinch it for a catcher in the first inning and then leave yourself with just one catcher for the rest of the game. Austin Romine's going to hit a grand slam home run. Why? He's 0 for 2 in the history of the postseason, for God's sakes. Stop it. Screen him out. I think, I think he, I actually think. 
Barnes isn't amused. Oh, is that dude? Um, so my whole thing, and, and I know here you, he is an avid uh, listener, follower of the K show, like right there, is that like are they actually that pissed or are they? I think he is. Don definitely is. is. But I guess it's just like I don't know how you guys would feel when it's like if someone was doing that to us. I feel like I just. I, there's no part of me that like it's like you know what I mean like I know what it is I know what it, like how Francesca that's why me and my friends when we were going to to family the whole way up we're listening to old Mike Francesca like getting tight at the callers and he like you, you stayed on hold for an hour and a half to say that you know what you do go read a book and like just like says like ridiculous stuff like that it's just like you know it's like take it what it is I mean Tony like anything I mean jeez you're looking like you saw ghosts. Well, I was just thinking, dude. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would imagine, you know, when when you're such a like a seasoned radio host, you probably heard a lot of things, a lot of dumb shit, and you're just probably like, you know, like Donald Greco was saying, you know, he's obviously working the Rangers Capitals game. Probably had a lot of shit on his plate to do, and he's sitting here for three hours listening to some schmo talk about pinch hitting for Sanchez in the first inning, which is really dumb to begin with. So I don't know, man. You just gotta express yourself, dude. Michael, follow. That is organic, I think. Bar- he's organic. He's got to be. Who is? Don. Oh, yeah. Watch this. That's like that's like saying why do we need Aaron Boone to manage the Yankees? I think it's the same thing with Peter Rosenberg on the Michael K show. Yeah, I don't know. His his role on the show is like a little bit like uh, I, just, I just don't know it. Honestly, like no, he does ENN. He doesn't he really yeah. bring a lot to like even watching him at the, the Michael K bash, dude. Like, but like he's, he doesn't even ordering, like he was ordering the food. Yeah, he was he had a segment with Paul Heyman about WWE. Yeah, he's always been. This is like, like, bro, like, WWE. Get the show. Really, just dude? get really? the hell off the show. Um, I love when he gets attacked though by callers. Staten I'm not gonna Island. Staten Island, Staten Island, baby. He's gonna rip Hello. him up. Hello, Joe. 
How are you, Michael? Good. How are you? It's Tony I, in 20 I, years. I, I'm still trying to figure out why that why your show is a three man show. Here we go. Yeah. Who don't you like? Hmm. Well, I'll tell you the truth. I'm not crazy about Rosenberg. Why do you have this guy Rosenberg on the show? Right. First of all, he's obnoxious. Really? True. And he likes to talk down to people. Really? Really? When do I talk down to people? I, what are you I, doing I, right now? Just listen to some of the things you say. Okay. I do. I, and, <laughs> and you have no respect for senior citizens or elderly people. Oh, my God. None whatsoever. That's not true. It's like an that outrageous is statement. true. No, you're the perfect example. No, no, no. No, no you are. True. You're, the, you're the perfect example oh my God, of you call right up here. and believe I should Get be deferential to you because you're older than I am. No, but, no, 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 no. You are a nasty person no, on the air. No, I'm and, not. Yeah, no, no, you, you sir, are a jackass. And I don't care if you're old. Guess what? If you were younger, reason, I would have thought you were a jackass then. A and I think you're a jackass show. now. That's not a three-man show. And guess that's what? Michael tolerates show. you because of his respect for the elderly. But he thinks you're a jackass. No, no, let, let me tell you something. You, you, you are an obnoxious human being. That's really? all you are. And, and what you Listen call, to you. You call up and you intentionally do this. You've done this many times. I've never done a thing to you. You always call. You, you know, intentionally hold on. You, you intentionally say the, Don's the, name the, wrong. You come at me too, doing, and I'm supposed to now feel bad for you because you're older. Doing, if the first thing you're doing is existing, first of all, <laughs> that's a two man show. That's for Michael K and LaGreca. Why they even have you on the show is beyond belief. <laughs> Michael Scott. Yeah. Right. He I likes it. Right this time. Yeah, he this likes it. Good. Wow. Well, that was that was uh, <laughs> and, and here, and, troubling. And, I mean, I mean, some salient points, but trouble. Salient points by me. Salient points. Oh, no, I thought I thought joking. <laughs> I, I didn't say you joke. I didn't say. I said deep down, if you didn't have respect for the elderly, you would also think he's a jackass, but you don't want to say it. I think he's on. very, very spirited. He has called up and attacked me every time he's called. To he's just, he is a little annoying little. A little rat. That's a little tough, dude. He gets called from mad people all the time. Really? Just ripping him. Older people, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I honestly really wouldn't care if I were him. He does. But yeah. it, it's just, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense, but I guess whatever. But you know what also doesn't make sense, Michael? What? Why players that used to make oh yeah are like commentators or like no no, no. Uh, I was gonna talk about well actually oh yeah we yeah, could yeah, we yeah. could talk okay, about yeah, yeah good transition um players that used to make millions <laughs> of dollars need to commit healthcare fraud uh, to make money and today they announced so former players did you see the names caught I did see the names um and it's just like I mean tell the audience about it. So apparently they fake dental and um. I saw yeah six root canals at a time or something. <laughs> Literally, not so even in the same state. From 2017 to 2020, yeah, 2017 to 2020, these players have been doing it. I just want to get the full Sebastian list of players. Telfair. Yes, I know that Glenn Big Baby Davis yes, was yes. another big name. There Terrence was a Williams used to be my guy. There was a name was that so made me laugh. That made me laugh. Um. When I read it, I wish they actually had the like just a list. The full list. I mean, kind of at the beginning of that article, they kind of did. But oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, if you could just go back, <laughs> loser. <laughs> uh, Shannon Brown, uh, Chris Douglas Roberts. Remember him? 
Yes. Uh, Allen Anderson, Anthony Allen, Antoine Shannon Price. Brown, dude, former Shannon Laker. Brown, and then Will uh, Bynum, that Tony, little guy. Tony Roten. Tony Roten. Do, do you remember Jamario Moon? Yes. Dude. Toronto Raptors. Eddie Robinson? Contest. Yeah. Wait, which Eddie Robinson? From the Bulls? No way. Definitely. Dude, he came in right when Jordan left and everyone thought like he was going to be the dude you know what i mean and i and that's when i became i that's why i stuck to being a bulls fan until 2010 i'm assuming he was not the dude no he's uh he's getting in trouble like eddie curry tony antoine wright too (laughs) antoine wright as well dude yeah i mean we saw this a couple years ago with the former nfl players uh clinton portis was involved same type of thing with the healthcare fraud and i think it just shows it is insane like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like you're wow. a normal person. It's more understanding. But to make millions of dollars, I mean, think about Clinton Portis. I mean, easily, Tony, easily made $50 million in his playing career <laughs> to run out of money. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? What's that? Are, are you just, like, slinging the hundreds into the air? Like, just I mean, up just, Well, have you seen the 30 for 30 that where they talk about why they lose so much I, money? I have not seen that. But oh, I that's all, there's a manager's there for you, bud. Basically, what they do, sorry, is they'll buy their family members a lot of yes. stuff under their name. Right. And then those family members don't continue payments. Right. And then they stop getting checks because they're no longer in the league. And those bills keep coming in. And, and then, then, you know, going to clubs, that club stuff, too, throwing $100 bills, right. like a lot, right. is a thing. Uh, just stupid shit. And then too. have your crooked um, financial yes. advisor. Yes, that too. Right. That's another one. Agent and and bad investments as well. Oh yeah, dude. Kurt Schilling, Tony. Kurt. The video Schilling. game industry took oh. off. It. And then. <laughs> so and then had a prominent job. Yeah. And that baseball gets a little crazy with the comments. And it's not like this day where it's like it wasn't a big deal. Like he right. went like but he went, oh. full on. Like it, there's no excuse. Like what the hell are you doing? I guess he didn't want to work on there. Honestly. Yeah, sounds like it, dude. Um, but I, I always couldn't stand Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, <sighs> me too. Even when he was yeah, dude, when he was pitching, I hated him. No, but no, but especially on ESPN, dude. Yeah, his, his attitude was just so annoying. It's like, bro, just arrogant, dude. Yeah. Just so. You know arrogant, what I mean? Even yeah. though, like, obviously, come on. I mean, was I ever a Pedro fan? No, but at least like when he's like on TV, I'm not like you know what I mean. Like, it's, I'm not like covering up my ears. Like, I just feel like like, like a sh- baby, dude. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Um, yeah. Uh, All right, yeah. Um, oh, my Uncle Richie uh, live in the flesh. Can you hear? Can you hear us, Uncle hey. Richie? Hello, Hi. Uncle Richie. How are you doing? Uncle Richie, how are you? Good. Hey, that, I tell you, that was quick response. I got a call from whoever that other person was that called me back. Who was that? It's, it's me. Mike. It's Mike Good up job. here. Thank you. Oh, Mike. Good job. Thank you. Thanks for calling me back so fast. I didn't know you had call in. Of course. <laughs> really? Yeah, we can we can make you a regular segment. Really? You're picking on old guys now, right? Do yeah. you want me on it? We want oh. we want the whole we want the whole demographic, <laughs> Uncle Richie, to watch sports port. <laughs> this is wonderful. Because you know what? I'll call in all the time. I'll give you my views on everything. <laughs> I love it. We want it. We want Uncle Richie. I asked me a question. What do you want? Ask him a question, Barnes. What 
did the Yankees do to move forward here, Uncle Richie? First move. First move. First move. Boom. Get rid of Sanchez. Get rid of Gotti. <laughs> yeah, and after that, then we go and, and put Gardner in charge because Gardner's got funk. And get you want I Gardner to manage. Gardner, yeah, I think Gardner will do a good job. Yeah, what do you think? Sabathia is pitching coach. I like that. Who? Sabathia. Sabathia pitching coach. That would be wonderful. Well, he brings the fire. Yeah. And he's got fire. Keep up. him off the stores. You can't have any wine around him. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you can't, just like you. <laughs> well, but, but really, the way when he pitched, when he was on wine, he pitched better than when he was off. I mean, look at the tail end of his career, Tony. Struggled. Struggled. Ineffectiveness. Had to come out of the bullpen. Sober. (laughs) (laughs) David Wells. Hammered. Hammered. Perfect game. Perfect example. Yeah. Vicky Mantle. He was bombed every time. He was out there. He was a limousine. He smoked pot and everything. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you think Babe Ruth was sober during these games? I mean, come on. No. Guaranteed. Not. Smoked cigars, drank, and hit home runs. And eat hot dogs. Ah, a lot of hot dogs. Thirty-five. <laughs> he took thirty-five minutes off his life for every hot dog he ate. Though. Oh, that's what they say. And honestly, minutes. I think Billy Martin yeah. was a little buzzed in the dugout. I can see that. But buzz. I used to give Billy Martin. I used to give him scotch when we used to go out. He used to say, "Rich, get me a scotch and fill up the glass." Billy Martin. Yeah. I used to go out with Billy Martin. I believe Uncle Richie. Yeah, absolutely, Tony. I believe it, too. He knows many people. He's a man that knows many people. Can't argue with that. Vanilla, Richard Nixon, um, oh, Howard Cosell. When I, I worked up there, I owned the concession stand outside. Wow. He did, and he worked. He I, what, Didn't you see, like, Tracy Morgan there every day or something? Uh, Tracy Morgan was on gate number two. He sold souvenirs for it. Barnes is Barnes Speechless. doesn't look impressed. Barnes is no, tired. No, no. And Uncle, I, Uncle Vinny, tired. Uncle Vinny, Uncle Vinny was a stockbroker, and he and he lost his job. Like he, made, he made more money selling souvenirs than he did making money in the stock market. If you had to say, Uncle Richie, your number one buy on the stock market right now, <laughs> huh? <Buy? laughs> number one stock to buy. Oh, I don't know. I'm not into stock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I figured you would throw something out there. Uh, well, you, I don't know. I, I, I'm a little shaky on those Bitcoins, but they seem to be going up a lot. I, I, I told oh. Anthony this earlier uh, in the year. Barnes loves his Bitcoins. Bitcoin over yeah. 50,000, Tony. Remember I was talking about it in the 20s. Do you know when Gates came out, and this is my ear, Gates, with the computers, Apple, everybody said these guys are crazy. It's never going to go. And now Bitcoin, everybody's saying the same thing. But it keeps going up, going up. Yep, yep. Uh, well, you got all these millennials. Anyway, <laughs> you know. Oh, so, those millennials. Wait, what, what do you say, Uncle Richie? Maybe next time for Tony's birthday, you get him a little Bitcoin? Get him going, <laughs> you know? I don't know. Bitcoin, <laughs> nah. uh, uh, I'll get him a five. I'll get him a five-hour little 
poster so you don't yawn on TV. Uh, yeah, honestly, tell him. It's it's embarrassing. Early morning, okay. <laughs> he had a party at the beach this morning. Yeah, alone. I what I, what I seen his lunch when he opened his mouth and yawned. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, I didn't eat lunch today. How about that? You hungry? I'm starving. Me too. Five o'clock. It's dinner time. It is dinner time. Uncle Richie, what are you what are you eating for dinner tonight? Oh, I made well, I made enchiladas. Chicken enchiladas. Wow. Enchiladas. Enchiladas. Wow. Sounds good. Rice and beans or no sides? No, just the salad on the side. Oh, nice. Salad. So a balsamic. I made <laughs> cream cheese cookies for dessert. Oh. Wow. Wow, Uncle Richie. Uh, You're a chef. I cook all the time. Oh, yeah, it's true. You did own a restaurant. Yeah. I I love cooking. He does love cooking. He's a good cook. My mother, though, is better. (laughs) Except for the meatballs. No, no, including the meatballs. No, yeah. Uncle Richie, I heard about this meatball debate. I got to, next time you're up in uh, New York, we got to come down and have a meatball competition. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no, Uncle Richie roasting Tony. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, yeah. I have a question for you. Are you, a, are you a motocross uh racer? <laughs> and do you know cars no. cool? No, no, because I think he is. I think he's like a famous motocross guy, not famous, but like in the motocross cool. circuit. Uh, this this fan of ours, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Uncle Richie, I forgot he was still here. Yeah. Maybe he's a friend of a moto. Oh, Maybe he's just a uh, fan. Yeah, I, th- I don't know. I, I think he is. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. But he Uncle said, Richie, we will have you what? call in more often. Um, we, we could just, anytime you want to call in, just call in. All right. Well, this is the first time I've seen the phone number. Yeah. That, that, that's going to be fun. Oh, it's oh, going to be boy. a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to hang up now, but thanks for calling in. What about Facebook and face, FaceTime? Oh, uh, you can't you can FaceTime in if you not want a professional motocross really? racer. No, he's not. Okay, sorry, Brandon. Thought you were. But, uh, yeah, folks. So, right. Yeah, thank you, Uncle Richie. Richie. Thank great you. talking with you. We'll talk. Love to you. you. Bye. Soon. I hung up. I hung up. Oh, um, he still hears me. Professional. Just you know, so like our, how they do so it. Our callers know. I mean, next time, give it a call. 203 0989 That's the number. That's the number. But fellas, I mean, what else could we possibly say today? Uh, Brandon Brown. Oh, Brandon Brown is a famous NASCAR, NASCAR racer? racer. I don't know. Yeah. So you big NASCAR man. I don't think any of us are. Um, but that's it. That's Close out. That's all we got. Oh, yeah. That's I think all, so, dude. That's all uh, we got. Uh, good football game tonight. Football game tonight. Max uh, is very drunk tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So other than that, Michael, anything on the way out? Some <laughs> that's it. Season, no. Some uh, Atlantic City boxing matches tonight. People start calling in. We yeah. do, we'll do it more often. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. Sure. Honestly, so I'm sure I'm sure that Barnes being said, is sure. I'd like to thank everyone oh, for okay. joining us, including Uncle Richie. Great call. Uh, keep commenting, liking, subscribing. <laughs> we will see you That's guys. Funny. Minata, and you're our bloodline. You're our bloodline, guys. See you. Hey, guys, Tony here from Downtime TV checking in. I want to thank all our fans out there who's been liking, subscribing, sharing our content. You guys are the best. You guys are our bloodline. You make us love what we do. Thanks again.